the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Healing Word Program is a ministry of the Largo Community Church, where Christ is honored and people are loved. Live, in-person services are now available for you to attend every Sunday morning at 9 o'clock. Visit LargoCC.org. When I'm sad, I can pray to one who understands because he first experienced it. He carried my sorrows, and he carried your sorrows also. Welcome to another special edition of the Healing Word Program. Today, Pastor Jack Morris is continuing to focus on the healing miracles found in the Word of God and how that same power that wrought those miraculous events is still at work today in our lives. Before we go to today's message, here's Pastor Morris to tell us about a special book he's offering dealing with God's healing power through the ages and in modern times. I have a book I want to send you. It's entitled, What You Need to Know About Healing. The author is Dr. Harold Saylor of Guidelines Ministry. The book has to do with physical, spiritual, and emotional healing. It is going to be an eye-opener. Your faith is going to be lifted to a new high, a new level. We're going to talk about healing in the Old Testament, healing in the New Testament, and healing after the close of the New Testament. Many people said the day of healing and miracles are gone. No, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. There are miracles today, healings today, because Jesus is alive and answering prayer. Now, friend, for a gift of any amount, any amount, I will send the book out immediately. You're going to be abundantly blessed. To support this ministry electronically, go to the website thehealingwordministries.org and click on the Donations tab to receive your copy of this dynamic resource. You'll also find the address and phone number on the website if you prefer to donate by mail or would like to call for more information. Now, let's go to today's message. Let the healing begin. We talked about suffering. The first sermon was why suffering and pain. And we learned quickly that it's the result of Adam doing something that God didn't want him to do. Now, that's all sin is. Sin isn't something that is just horrible, the greatest of crime, uh, demanding uh, capital punishment. Sin is just doing something that God doesn't want you to do. And do you know why he doesn't want you to do it? Because it's not good for you to do it. You're a child. He's our heavenly parent. And he's going to instruct us in things that are going to be good for us. And so when we go against God's word, we are harming ourselves. Adam disobeyed God, went against God's word. He would have lived forever, Adam would have. He had eternity in his genes. But when he sinned, God said, you will surely die. And the the virus of death entered into his genes. And then Adam and Eve had children. And like our parents, they passed on those deadly genes to their children and to all posterity. 
and we have it today, which says it's appointed unto man once to die. We're all going to die. And most all of us are going to get sick sometime along the way. We live with bodies that are contaminated with uh, the disobedience of Adam's sin. God didn't do this. God wanted us to live in paradise. He wanted us to live in Eden. Someone said, if there's such a good God, why all of this? God made it all good. Man came along, made it all bad. Now there's wars, rumors of wars, starvation, uh, racism, and on and on, crime, and on and on it goes. But there's hope beyond suffering. Thank God there is hope, even when there is suffering. Even, listen to me, friend, even when there is suffering, pain in our body, pain in our emotions, a suffering in our families, whenever there is suffering, and there will be suffering and troubles in this life, even then, there's hope. Hope is simply having faith that things are going to get better. And things will get better when we look to Jesus and trust in him. He makes all things beautiful in its time. And then today, let the healing begin. Now, there are two basic forms of suffering. Physical suffering and psychological suffering. All other sufferings can basically come under those two headings. Physical suffering, that's anything that's wrong with me physically. All, you know, the, we get the flu shots and we get uh, shots for pneumonia. And, and we're, we're trying to protect ourselves and something else comes along. Some, it's, it's always out there something. We are always fighting death. There is something out there always trying to bring us down, destroy us, kill us. And we get sick, but we get back up again. We get sick, we get back up again. But one of these times, we'll go down never to get back up again. Now, that's pretty morbid, but that's the truth. That's how it is. So there's that kind of sickness uh, and, and physical problems. But there's also psychological problems. I think of the people who may be born with a mental handicap or there's been some condition or accident that has happened that has caused them to have uh, mental problems. But then there are those mental emotions such as grief and sorrow and depression, fear, anxiety. It's reaching out, trying to touch us, get into our lives and conquer us and bring us under and subject us. I I mentioned before uh, Johnny Erickson taught up. Uh, the girl over in Baltimore, she's not a girl anymore. She's getting older, as all of us are, uh, who went swimming in the Chesapeake Bay. And she dived in thinking the water was deeper than it was and it was shallow. And she broke her neck and her spinal cord. And she's been a quadriplegic all these many, many years. She has no feeling in her body from her shoulders down. Now, you think you have some problems. I think I have some problems. She's saying that she's looking forward to the day when God gives her a new body where she's going to walk and leap and run and she's looking forward to that. She has faith in the Lord who is resurrection and life. Now I'm going to read just a little statement that she made. She's talking about her physical sickness, her physical problem and uh, you can only imagine the 
the sadness and depression and anxiety that she has experienced mentally through the years as a result, but her faith is in God. Now listen to what she says. She's talking to a, a group of people here. She said, Johnny says, I still can hardly believe it. I, I, I with shriveled, bent figure, figures, atrophied muscles, gnarled knees, no feelings from my shoulder down, will one day have a new body, light and bright and clothed in righteousness, powerful and dazzling. dazzling. Can you imagine the hope this gives someone with spinal cord injury like me? Or someone who is cerebral palsied, brain injured, or who has multiple sclerosis? Imagine the hope this gives someone who is manic depressive, There's no other religion, no other philosophy that promises us new bodies, new hearts, new minds. Only the gospel of Christ do hurting people find such incredible hope. My prayer is today that that each of us today who are beginning to feel hopeless, we have prayed and the prayers have not been answered the way we had hoped they had been answered, but that today that somehow, somehow by the grace of God, Hope will come. Maybe the healing itself in completion will not come, but at least hope will come. And if hope comes, you can be sure healing is going to soon follow. Now, this is what Johnny said to a group of mentally handicapped Christians. They thought these Christians, mentally handicapped, thought that it was great when Johnny said that they were going to someday have new bodies But then she added, oh, listen to this, and you're, she's talking to these mentally handicapped people, and you're going to have new minds. Well, when she said that, the class broke out in cheers and applause. They knew just what she was talking about, exactly what they wanted, new minds. They knew that things weren't right mentally with them. Friends, we're serving somebody who makes all things new. His name is Jesus. Christ is the answer, and we're going to trust Him and believe in Him. Pastor Morris will return in a moment with the conclusion of today's message. Following this important invitation, I'd like to offer you a copy of a book written by Dr. Harold Sala entitled, What You Need to Know About Healing, for a donation of any amount. The book by Harold Sala, What You Need to Know About Healing, is a reminder of what many have forgotten, that Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals, is still healing today. Within these pages, you'll find a strong scriptural foundation for healing, which gives hope and comfort in a time of need. Harold Sala is founder and president of Guidelines International, a ministry communicating the message of Jesus Christ so that people come to faith in the Lord and believers are disciplined and strengthened. In the book, What You Need to Know About Healing, He combines careful research, biblical narratives, and personal stories of physical and spiritual healing and points to how trusting God yields lasting and eternal rewards. While no one is promised tomorrow, you will receive true encouragement for whatever circumstance may be yours, and you will better understand the compassionate nature of our Heavenly Father and how to find healing His way. Again, the book, What You Need to Know About Healing, can be yours for a donation of any amount to the Healing Word Ministries. To support this ministry electronically, go to the website, thehealingwordministries.org, 
and click on the Donations tab to receive your copy of this dynamic resource. You'll also find the address and phone number on the website if you prefer to donate by mail or would like to call for more information. Now, let's join Pastor Jack Morris for the conclusion of today's message. Now, what I'm going to give you now is going to be, I think, the most important part of everything I say this morning. I'm going to talk about Jesus and healing, Jesus and his suffering. Jesus personally experienced physical suffering, but he also experienced mental suffering also. Now listen closely. Stay with me now. Don't, don't let your thinking go away. Now we know about the physical suffering. He was crucified. The most horrible of all deaths, crucifixion. He it was speared on the cross. He was lashed and beaten. Uh, he was crowned with thorns. His beard was pulled out by the roots. The scripture says that he could hardly be recognized as a human being. He looked like something in a slaughterhouse when they were finished. Now, why did God leave heaven and come down here and take all of that abuse and all of that pain, all of that suffering? So I'm not going to go further into that. We know that he suffered physically. But we don't hear a whole lot about his mental suffering and mental anguish, his life psychological pain. But it was there. Now listen to what, what he says. He says, my soul, the soul, that's the inner, emotional, psychological, invisible part. He said, there's something inside me that is bleeding also. He said, listen, now go on to now. My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow. Where do you feel sorrow but within? My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow. To the point of death. He said this is so pressing upon my mind. That it is about to kill me. If they don't kill me physically. I'm going to die emotionally. I am under such emotional pain. Now I'm going to go on. It says he is touched. He is touched with the feelings of our infirmities. He is touched with feelings. Where do you have feelings but in the mind? I'm going on. A man of sorrows and familiar with sufferings. Surely he took up our infirmities and carried our sorrows. When he went into the garden and he was presented with the cup to drink the, the, the filth, the crimes, the sin of the world to take it into his holy body. He was overwhelmed. The word overwhelmed meaning to be covered over. He sweat, as it were, great drops of blood. It was his emotions. When he was on the cross crying out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Do you think he was laughing? There was something inside him. How did he feel when he went back and looked at his disciples asleep? And then the scripture says they all forsook him and fled. You talk about being disappointed. Now, he knew that was going to happen. But every emotion that you feel today, Jesus has felt it in his own heart, in his own mind. He carried our sorrows. That's why when I'm down, when I'm discouraged, when I'm going through grief, when I'm sad, I can pray to one who understands because he first experienced it. He carried my sorrows. And he carried your sorrows also. 
Now, hope begins now. Hope amid suffering. When Jesus came, he came and dealt with the soul, the inner part, first. Now, I'm getting to that place that you have wanted me to get to. Here we are. In the name of the Lord, may your hearts be open and your ears be open. We want him to fix our vision. We want him to take care of our sugar diabetes. We want him to take care of whatever's going on. But he comes first to take care of your soul. And when he takes care of your soul and the healing takes place there, it begins within and then it works itself out. We wanted him to get us fixed on the outside and then the peace will come on the inside. Friend, we've got it all backwards. Are you listening to me today? The Lord comes. Listen to this. Redemption on the inside. Here is this paralytic. I'm not going to expound or or go into this message about the paralytic and Jesus healing this man. But listen to what he says to this man. When the man is a paralytic in Luke chapter 5, when Jesus saw their faith, what did he say to the man? Your sins. Where is sin? Inside. Jesus goes... Friend, listen, the apple can look beautiful and shiny on the outside, but if there's rot on the inside, that apple's no good. I don't want to bite into it. Jesus goes to this man and he says, your sins. Now, the man came to be healed. He's a paralytic. I want to get well. I want to get up. I want to walk again. Jesus said, no, there's something more serious wrong with you. Your sins be forgiven you. And then the people begin to question, who can forgive sins but God? And Jesus said, what's easier to say, your sins be forgiven you or to take up your bed and walk, but that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. First, he says, your sins be forgiven you. So the first thing I need to do when it comes to healing, I need to be honest, transparent with God and say, God, show me what I need to confess to you. Show me what I need to repent of. Show me what I need to turn away from. When I get my heart right with God, it's, it seems like, it doesn't just seem like, but everything else is okay from then on. Everything is okay from then on. Then the healing begins. The healing begins at that time with that inner healing taking place. Now, that's how the devil works. When he, the devil came to Adam, where did the devil start? In his body? No. The devil got into his mind. The enemy got into his thinking. The enemy said, did God really say that? He got him thinking. That's where it is. It's in the mind. I've got to get my mind, my heart, my soul right with God. That's the part of me that's going to live forever. My body is going to get sick and get well, get sick and get well, get sick and get well, and then eventually die. But my soul, my heart within me, that's the part that Jesus is so absolutely concerned about because that's the eternal part that will live on forever. And God is saying, let me fix the important part first, and then we'll work on the other part. And so this is what happened to this, this man.
this paralytic. This is what's happening to us. This is what happened to our first parents. Did God really say, if the devil can get in your mind, if the devil can get in your eyesight, if the devil can get something in your ear, you'll say, huh, I thought so all along. Friend, already the devil has got got you handcuffed spiritually, and he's going to bring you down. Look to the Lord. When the devil spoke to Jesus in the temptation, in the wilderness, showing him all the kingdoms of the world, Jesus said to the devil, away with you, Satan. Friend, there's some of us here this morning need to say, away with you, Satan. Some of us here this morning need to say, I'm not going to talk to that person on the phone anymore if they keep telling me that, that junk over the phone and keep sowing that seed of doubt and division. I'm not going to talk to them anymore. Friend, you need to take a stand for Jesus and say, away. Now, that person doesn't know. But Jesus did that to Peter, did he not? Jesus said to Peter, get behind me, Satan. Friends, some of us need to take a stand for Jesus. Did you come to hear this kind of sermon? Well, this is the kind of sermon that will bring healing if you'll obey. If you will walk with God, focus on the Lord Jesus Christ and turn to him. Healing. Now, healing is coming. I want you to know that we have had, even here at the church, glimpses of what it's going to be like in eternity. There have been acts of healing or divine healing has happened. But think when Jesus was here. He walked around in a human body. He looked like any other man. He just looked like a a Galilean. But on the Mount of Transfiguration, the disciples who went up that mount, Peter, James, and John with him, got a glimpse of what it's going to be like eternally. For something happened. Jesus was transformed. His very clothes and his body shined with a transforming glory, a celestial divine glory. They saw a glimpse of glory. What they got a glimpse of is what you are going to look like someday when you go into the presence of God. You're going to shine with a brightness of divine glory. They got a glimpse of it. But then it, it went away and they came down off the mountain, entered into the valley of demon possession. Now, Jesus suffered and bore all of our pain. He knows the pain that you're going through. There have been divine instances right here where people have been healed. But some of those very same people have become sick again and some of them have died. So we're not in heaven yet. The the world is still under the curse of Adam. Your body is still under the curse of Adam. There will be glimpses of healing, but it won't be a permanent healing. Only when Jesus comes. But when Jesus comes, when Jesus comes, you and I are going to be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trump. The dead in Christ are going to rise. We which are alive and remain shall be caught up. Friend, that's going to happen. It's not going to happen maybe this morning. It may, but not necessarily. But it it is going to happen. And that's the hope that we have. In the meantime, we have a Savior who loves us and who is walking with us and blessing us and keeping us. Friends, some of us might be bound up today by something that we did or something that somebody did to us. But let the healing begin. 
Confess it. Yes, they may have done you wrong. They may have. No doubt they did. They were absolutely wrong. But you are not right by wronging them with your hate. Come to the Lord today. Let the healing begin. You made a mistake. You married the wrong person. I don't know what it was back there. But there is something that is a drag on your life. But today you can be a free woman, a free man in the Lord. Come to God. Come to the Lord. Jesus is here to bless you and to help you. We trust you were blessed by today's message. Let the healing begin. Before we go, here's Pastor Morris with some concluding thoughts. Jesus is the healer, your healer, healer of your hurts, forgiver of your sins. He's the great physician. He cares for you. He loves you. He's only a prayer away. Friend, look to him now and he will bring blessing and healing to you. The first thing he wants to do is help you with your problems, with your hurts, with your wrongs, with your sins. He'll forgive and make you a new person. And from then on, it's glory all the way. He will bring blessing upon you and you will begin to live the abundant new life in Him. Be sure to tune in Monday at the same time for another edition of The Healing Word. Until then, blessings on you.